Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Yeah, a lot of folks praying for rain, certainly in the Kelowna area and uh, in the Yellowknife area where air tankers uh, continue to uh, fly missions uh, to keep the highway out of Yellowknife open. Officials say winds today and tomorrow combined with just minimal rain could help the fire advance to the city limits by the weekend. That's the big concern, and that's why that evacuation order was put in place. 20,000 people needing to get out of Yellowknife by uh, noon today. Uh, there's fire guards set up, sprinklers, water cannons to protect the city. We know that, uh, you know, communities uh, to the south, uh, Hay River, we, Enterprise, they've been, uh, you know, devastated uh, as well. And those folks, uh, if, if they've been able to get a commercial flight out, uh, they're making their way to uh, other parts of Alberta and into B.C. We know a lot of the folks are making that long, long drive, and uh, they have been finding um, a safe spot in, in places like St. Albert and in Fairview and in Red Deer, down in Calgary as well. We know in Leduc, but I can tell you St. Albert is filled up. Leduc is now set up, uh, filled up as well. Accommodation, um, the, the organization that was uh, helping uh, the Leduc Center set up, 730 people they found accommodation for yesterday, but they are closed now. The uh, the uh, Leduc is full. So Edmonton now opening its doors at noon to uh, to, a or to a reception center. It is at the Edmonton Expo Center. It will open at noon today. Jerry Clark is the Edmonton Emergency Support Response Team Incident Commander. Jerry joining us this morning. Thanks for making time. You bet, Jaylene. Good talking to you. All right, Jerry. Give, give us an idea what the past 24, 48 hours have been like uh, from your standpoint in, in getting this ready. How does this all come together? Well, when we got word that there is the uh, evacuation happening for Friday, um, a lot of our assets, we'd already kind of started to mobilize. A lot of stuff is, we're still kind of in recovery mode from Edson and uh, Drayton Valley evacuation. So all our stuff is pretty close at hand. Mm -hmm. We just had a little issue trying to find a uh, location to have it in. It's uh, construction season with uh, Edmonton Expo and the Convention Center, but they did a great job in clearing some space up for us. So it was just a matter of... Uh, uh, getting our people together. It's summer holidays, which is kind of tough to get everybody that we need, but uh, I'm over at the Coliseum right now where we store our assets, and the semi-trailer just pulled up, and we'll have stuff loaded up and over the Expo Center probably within about half an hour, so ready for our 12 o'clock opening. Jerry, any idea uh, how many people you're expecting there over the next 24, 48 hours? Well, we haven't heard anything official. It's okay. uh, the numbers kind of go up and down. I would expect thousands, a couple of thousand through the door. Uh, we'll do our best to process them. We'll try to make them as comfortable as they can. Um, we'll have food available. We'll have clothing if they need it. We'll have temporary lodging until we can get them into uh, hotels and that with the assistance of Red Cross. 
Okay, so tell us about the temporary lodging, because uh, I know some of the uh, reception centres haven't had lodging. They've been saying, okay, we'll, we'll help you find a place to stay at a hotel or a motel. Is this kind of going back to, you know, setting up some cots, that sort of thing, until that, that, that potential move can be made to somewhere else? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we have, in the Coliseum here right now, we have access to about 3,500 cots. Okay. Uh, we're going to ship probably about 1,000 of those over to the Expo Centre. We'll start setting those up with the assistance of uh, the fire guys. So we'll set up different stages of group lodging for, for families and different um, uh, cultures, uh, male, female, that kind of stuff. So uh, it's not the best place that you want to kind of put your head down on, but uh, if, if it's all there is, then people will will that. It's a place, right? It's a place, uh, without a doubt. Jerry Clark is the Edmonton Emergency Support Response Team Incident Commander, um, you know, looking after this reception centre that's going to open today at noon at the Expo Centre in Hall C. So we've got a temporary lodging, looking at food services, you know, clothing, uh, pet daycare services, health care. The food services, Jerry, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. What kind of, um, you know, what kind of work goes into organising that on, on a moment's note? That's a nice thing about uh, using the Expo Centre. It was similar to 2016 with the Fort McMurray evacuation. That At its peak, we had 3,500 people staying overnight there. And uh, the Expo Centre uh, staff, their cooking facilities and that are top-notch. And some of the meals they can put together for these people are are restaurant quality. It's... it's uh, Good food, but people, they've got something to, to eat while they're waiting, hopefully, for Red Cross to send them in a different direction. But, uh, yep, they'll provide them with three meals a day, plus there's always okay. snacks and coffee and uh, stuff to tide them over. Uh, and we know a lot of folks are fleeing with their pets as well. This is something that's, you know, it's you don't want to have to make a heartbreaking decision when it comes to the animals that you love. So this is really important as well. Um, Animal Care and Control, the City of Edmonton, has done a great job uh, working with us in partnership, and uh, they have kennels on site. They have temporary lodging in that. Their facilities are fairly full right now, from what I understand. But uh, I want to get the point across, uh, just like the news release, that please don't leave your pets in the vehicles. Mm. Thank God with the rain, it's it's cooling down. It's not a 30-degree day it was (laughs) yesterday. But keep that in mind when you come to the reception center, that pets are welcome, and there is temporary uh, accommodations for them. Okay, so Jerry, if people are, you know, driving in uh, right now and saying, okay, we've got, uh, you know, the reception center opens at noon, what do people need to bring with them? Any specific ID? Specifically, yeah, if they had some kind of identification uh, stating where they're from, uh, anything from driver's license, uh, credit card, even uh, with their name on it, anything like old bills, okay. uh, something you can reference in their, e- their old emails, stuff like that, just so we can verify uh, who's actually from the Yellowknife area or the Northwest Territories. So once they're registered, what what does that allow for? I, I'm guessing in part getting information to them, making sure uh, they get uh, you know possible uh, if, uh, funding if if that happens, all of that sort of stuff. Yes, they can. Once they're registered with us, then they can move on through the process, and that's where uh, Red Cross comes in. We have okay. a bit of help here, medical wise, if there's uh, medical issues, prescriptions that are needed. Uh, so on and so forth. And then there's um, the provincial government has funding that they can uh, enroll on. I'm not too sure how it works with Northwest Territories. Okay, okay Jerry, um, are you still there? 
Yeah. Okay. Super. Uh, just uh, there was just a little blip on our end. So um, I know people because it's Edmonton. People want to help, right? And they're going to want to drop off donations and that sort of stuff. What are you telling people? Um, donations. We're not taking donations at this time, but if they want to help out, donations to the Red Cross, financial donations to the Red Cross would be uh, the best bet. Uh, we have a lot of stuff that the people need in terms of um, clothing and assistance like that. So it would be more it's the Red Cross that's assisting with the lodging in that. So donations to the Red Cross that would be perfect. All right. Anything else any uh, you know, folks need to know at this moment, Jerry, or have we covered it all? No, I think we got it all. We're just looking forward to seeing people at noon. All right. Uh, sounds fantastic. Uh, Clark, you always great talking to you. Thanks for this. Appreciate it. Thanks, Shailen. Have yeah. a great day. Yeah, take care. Jerry Clark joining us uh, this morning. He is the incident commander uh, running the uh, reception center that's going to open at the Edmonton Expo Center for the Edmonton Emergency Support Response Team. I know uh, a couple of people have been wondering, okay, why is it taken so long? But as you heard, there were some challenges uh, given the fact that it's uh, construction season and they had to get the right place and uh, and making sure that uh, that it was uh, that it was open available and uh, there was enough space for it so uh, the Expo Center is the place now uh, so if you're coming in you're listening in right now um, you're coming into Edmonton again Expo Center 7515 118 Avenue it is in Hall C it opens today at noon those services uh, services going to be provided temporary lodging they're going to have cots for people if they need to to, to stay there uh, before they can, you know, transition to somewhere else. There's going to be food, clothing, pet daycare services. Again, don't leave your uh, animals in the car. Bring them with you. Healthcare. There's registration information. So again, the Expo Center. Um, Military-wise, um, uh, Edmonton Garrison is setting up help for military members specifically and their families coming in from Yellowknife as well. We'll hear from them right after this. Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service with 24/7 emergency service, where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. All right, it is uh, 7:48. We were just hearing about uh, the Edmonton uh, eva- reception center being set up for those coming in uh, from from Yellowknife. Uh, again, 20,000 people evacuating from that community uh, have to be out by noon today. There is a big uh, military presence in Yellowknife, and uh, the Edmonton Garrison Third Canadian Division Support Group is uh, setting up um, a center on the base as well to help those military members. Colonel Robin Dove is the base commander. He is the head of 3rd Canadian Division Support Group. Colonel Dove, thanks for joining us this morning. Morning. Thanks, Jalen. Give us an idea about uh, what's gone into setting up this reception centre at uh, the fitness centre on the base. Yeah, so uh, really uh, we've been keeping our eye on the way things have been evolving in Yellowknife. Um, and understanding that the the lead on this is the uh, is the uh, government in the Northwest Territories, and certainly supported as you highlighted uh, through other civilian evacuation centers, we at the Third Canadian Division Support Group are working with those local government entities 
to prepare for uh, arriving uh, military members and their families that might be coming uh, down evacuating. Uh, we really want to ensure that no soldier, sailor, or aviator or their family gets left behind. And so we've set up a, a reception center here at the Edmonton Garrison Fitness Center to provide relief for those uh, those evacuating uh, Canadian Armed Forces, Department of National Defense employees and their families. So Colonel uh, Dove, what, does, uh, what would be offered at the reception center? So the main reception center, um, it's at the Edmonton Garrison um, uh, Fitness Center, and when evacuees arrive and families arrive, they'd be greeted by a team of military and civilian members there um, from our personnel support programs, our uh, military family resource center, and really uh, provide a greeting, provide uh, you know some food, some snacks uh, for children, personal hygiene items. We know that uh, families that are arriving here have had already had traveled a really long road to get here. Um, they're tired, they have children and pets that have needs, and we're really hoping to offer uh, a sense of security in a familiar base environment. Um, so they'll be, they'll be received, their information will be taken. We'll be offering uh, accommodations here on the base for those families and, and any military members, um, as well as uh, social supports, chaplain services, emergency childcare, and so on. So really the, the essentials of, of housing and feeding in order to, to, uh, to take a little bit of strain off the civilian system um, and support our military members and their families. Um, curious, um, any idea how many people you might be expecting? So, um, so far we've begun to see a trickle of families. We're expecting another a dozen or so families uh, to come in over the next uh, day. That's what we're aware of. Obviously, communications are challenging now. There's a lot of folks that are on the road and don't have good mm -hmm. uh, good service. Uh, but we're we're expecting a dozen, but we're prepared for well beyond that. We're uh, we're attempting to get our, get our capacity up to about 100 families okay. um, by uh, by end of day tomorrow. Um, but we're certainly prepared now for any families that uh, that do arrive. And we have begun to see that uh, that materialize over the last. Uh, the last evening. And Colonel Robin Dove joining me this morning. Um, do you need anything? Do you need donations of anything? Are you good to go? No, we're, we're really good to go. We've been really well served. Uh, once again, the, the family, Military Family Resource Center personnel support programs, uh, military family services uh, nationally have been, have been great. Uh, we've had a lot of offers to, to volunteer support and even to take folks in. Uh, we are doing really well right now. Um, really just key is to get the message out. Um, we're using uh, external social media as well as internal means to reach families that are on the road. Mm -hmm. We just want to make sure that no one gets left behind. So I just Absolutely. say, you know, if you're a Canadian Armed Forces member, uh, Department of National Defense uh, member or family, and you're in Edmonton or on your way to Edmonton with no support network, uh, please feel free to come here to the to the to the base the Garrison Fitness Center um, at the corner of Mons Avenue and Range Road 244. Mm -hmm. um, we have a phone number uh, for information, a 24-7 duty phone uh, at 780-973-4011, uh, extension 4830, um, and that'll be monitored 24 hours a day. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll make sure that we take care of any of those military families or uh, um, military personnel that are arriving that have evacuated from from Illinois for the Northwest Territories. And just one more question: How long are you prepared to to host these families? Uh, we're prepared uh, 
well over two weeks okay. um, and if it, if it goes beyond that we're uh, we've really done some reshuffling here with our transient population to make sure that we have um, good temporary accommodations that we can pro provide to military families um, and we're able to, to provide uh, that uh, indefinitely we're really shuffling so that we can we can support that as long as it's required here all right Colonel Robin Dove joining me this morning the base commander at the third Canadian Division support group uh, Colonel Dove uh, welcome to Edmonton look forward to working with you over the next couple of years Thanks for making uh, yourself available this morning. Sure, appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks very much for having me, Jalen. Yep. Take care. Colonel Robin Dove uh, checking in this morning. If you're a Canadian Forces member coming in from Yellowknife, and again, it's important to remember that Yellowknife is home to Canadian Forces Northern Area Headquarters. It's the headquarters for Joint Task Force North, part of the, uh, part of the jo uh, Canadian Joint Operations Command. So there are there is a, a significant military presence in, uh, in Yellowknife. And if you're heading this way, you're a D&D member, family member, uh, you can go to the Edmonton Garrison to get support.